0: Let's open our Bibles to John chapter 19, verses 30 to 37. John chapter 19, verses 30 to 37. I will read it for you. If you have a Bible, you can read it. If you don't have one, you can look onto the screen. You can read it. When Jesus, therefore, had received the vinegar, He said, it is finished. And He bowed His head and gave up the ghost. The Jews, therefore, because... It was the preparation that the body should not remain upon the cross on the Sabbath day. For that Sabbath was a high day, besought Pilate that the legs might be broken, that they might be taken away. Then came the soldiers and broke the legs of the first and of the other, which was crucified with him. But when they came to Jesus, they saw that he was dead already, that they break not his legs. But one of the soldiers with the spear pierced his side; forthwith, came there out blood and water. And he that saw it bear record, and his record is true. And he knoweth that he saith true, that you might believe. For these things were done, that the scripture should be fulfilled. A bone of him shall not be broken. And again, another scripture said, they shall look on him they pierced. Amen. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the law. If you want to title this word, It's all about Jesus. How many of you believe it's all about Jesus? Hallelujah. Amen. There's nothing better than a title, especially on a day that you're breaking the bread and the wine and remembering what Jesus Christ has done for us on the cross of Calvary. There is not a better title than It is all about Jesus. If you could understand this one thing in your spirit, every problem will be solved. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. If you would just understand it's all about the law. Hallelujah. Miracles, supernatural. Everything will begin to flow. Hallelujah. So even as we come in prayer to break the bread and the wine. Know that it's about Jesus. Hallelujah. It is about Jesus and Him alone. Hallelujah. Look at the person sitting next to you and say, It's not about you, brother. It's about Jesus first. Hallelujah. Amen. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Beginning was God and Hallelujah. God was with Him. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Beginning was Jesus the Word. The Word was with Him. Hallelujah. Beginning was always God. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Blessed be the name of the Lord. If you come to a church like this and if you ask me why we take time to praise Him, why we take time to worship Him, why we take time to give Him praise and thanks so many hours. It's because it's not about the worship leaders. It's not about the musicians. It's not about the preacher. It's not about the pastor. It's about the one who died for us on the cross of Calvary 2,000 years ago. And his blood still speaks to those who believe. If you believe this morning, he will not leave you. He will not forsake you. He will be with you till the end of the ages. His name is higher than every other name. Hallelujah. Jesus Christ is the one who is exalted and glorified in this church and no one else. It is about him and him alone. This Bible is about Jesus. This gospel is about Jesus. This cross is about Jesus. My life and your life. Hallelujah. It's about Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus is the greatest message a preacher can preach. It's the greatest article that you can write. It's the greatest essay that you can make and it is the greatest poetry that you can sing is about Jesus Song of Solomon's although it was about the beloved and the bride and the bridegroom the beloved uh, and the lover actually it's about Jesus loving the church and loving the church and loving you and loving me Jesus is the greatest message that can ever be proclaimed. Hallelujah. If you know it's about Jesus, you can say from your heart, I love you, Lord. The greatest gift that you can give somebody is the person of Jesus Christ. Last time a couple of weeks, different couples came into the you know, they were just going to get married. Oh, when I first came to the church I said I have a gift take the Bible the biggest Bible the greatest gift is Jesus hallelujah look at somebody and say the greatest gift is Jesus we can preach about Jesus birth we can preach about his life We can preach about His miracles. We can preach about the mighty things that He did. We can preach about His death. We can preach about His resurrection. We can preach about Jesus coming back a second time. We can preach about Jesus anytime, anywhere, to anyone. Hallelujah. And everybody will know that He loves them with an everlasting love. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. You don't need to, hallelujah, be on a Sunday or a Monday. It doesn't matter any time of the day, any time of the year. There is only one name that is above every other name. There is only one name that still can heal you. There is only one name that every demon, every sickness will bow. There is only one name that will raise people from the dead. Its name is Jesus, the son of the living God. He crushed the head of the serpent in Genesis He was the lamb that was slain for the redemption of the mankind in Exodus. His blood was applied on the doorpost. He was the scapegoat in Leviticus. He took and bore, hallelujah, sin on your behalf and my behalf on his head. And he was crucified outside of the camp in public, ashamed, hallelujah, praise the Lord. He was the, hallelujah, numbers, he was, hallelujah, blessed be the name of the Lord who blessed us more than we can get cursed, hallelujah. His name is Jesus, the son of the living God. In every book of the Bible, It's about Jesus. If you would understand that, your life will change reading the Bible. You know, theology Allah, praise the Lord. When Luke wrote the Bible, he said, to Theophilus, I write this, Theophilus means the lover of God. Theology means the lover of knowledge. Who are you today? Are you Theophilus or Theology? Some of you, when I look, it's Theology because all going into your head. But Theophilus, the word goes into the heart. Open your heart this morning. We don't want to be a theologian. Hallelujah, praise the Lord. We don't want to be a student only. We want to have Jesus living in our heart. Jesus speaking to our heart. Jesus transforming and changing your heart. This morning, if you open your heart to Jesus, He will change you. It's about Jesus. Pastors have to preach during weddings, funerals, dedications, homes, child dedication somebody buys a new car to bless on the wayside pulpit or somebody starts a new business but everywhere we preach only one name every prayer we exalt only one name everywhere we give only one name gold and silver have I none but in the name of Jesus come on somebody this morning there is only one name that can save you heal you, deliver you, restore you revive you, set you free his name is Jesus come on somebody Everybody said, Jesus. Hallelujah. David said, I don't have anything. I'm a young boy. You come with the sword, the spear, and the javelin. But I come against you in the name of the living God. How many of you are here in 2019? You are only seeing spear, javelin, attacks one after another. But if you call upon the name of Jesus, spear will go that side, javelin will go that side. The only name that will exist, only name that will stand, only name that will remain, is the name of Jesus. Your battle will leave, and Jesus will remain in your life. Come on, somebody, everybody say, Jesus! We honor the name of Jesus without shame. Paul said, I'm not ashamed of this Jesus. Come on, somebody. We are not ashamed to preach this Jesus. He lives in us. We lift Him up. If you want to serve Him, this is the best person to serve Him. Hallelujah. Are you with me, church? The scripture is talking about the death of Jesus. We have read it many times. Because Jesus died, we have eternal life. The greatest life, for anyone is called eternal life greatest life for anyone is called eternal life hallelujah if I would ask you why did Jesus come most of you would say he came to die for my sin forgive my sin but that's more than that Bible says God so loved the world that he sent his only son Jesus that whoever believeth in him shall never perish but have it Eternal life. Jesus came to give you eternal life. Life everlasting. Life eternal. Oh hallelujah. Come on somebody. To make you free from the chains of eternal death. And can call above father. Can know him face to face. Can approach him every day of your life. And can fulfill the God given purpose on earth. He came for a hallelujah. Praise the Lord. A big thing. Hallelujah. Eternal life. If you only understand, my God, He came for my eternity. Eternal life. You can start life here with victory, with power. Do you know that you are saved? A man, if he is born once, he will die twice. If he is born twice, he will, might die once. If he is only born from the womb of the mother. And that is the only birth that he had. He will die twice. One is physical death. And another is eternal death. When you physically die. And you don't know Jesus in your life. You will either go. You have two destinations. Heaven and hell. Jesus did not come to give you Hell. Jesus came to give you heaven and heaven everlasting, life and life eternal. But if you don't take the opportunity for good news, then there is bad news afterwards after you die bad news is hell which is prepared for angels and his demons and everyone who does not believe while he is on earth, while he is in his body consciously, deliberately hallelujah, after knowing that he is the only way to salvation if he and I, you and I have not given our life to Jesus then we have, hallelujah, praise God two deaths, physical death eternal death, you cannot die and make him the Lord you have to make him right now this is your chance. This is your opportunity. Hallelujah. To escape. Hallelujah. The hell that was prepared. The bad news for the devil. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. To escape that. Uh, we have the good news of the gospel of Jesus. But anybody who was born twice, one in the mother's womb and one born again through the corruptible. No, through the incorruptible Word of God, after receiving the Word, made Him the Lord, the Master, the Owner, and the Savior of your life. Let me tell you, there's a great hope in it. It's called the hope of our salvation. There is a hope afterwards that you will meet Jesus Christ face to face. Uh, Hallelujah! In the pearly gates of heaven, there will be Jesus waiting to Hallelujah! Come and call you. Come on, enter into the joy of the Lord. Enter into my joy. Come on, somebody, some of you are once again stirred up on the inside of the joy of your salvation. What such a great death He has saved you from! It's all about Him. He sacrificed His life on the cross. So that our curses, our sin, our hell hell, shall be removed from us. That we shall walk in the blessing of God. We shall move over from our sickness. We shall walk in the healing of God. It is because he died, you can command healing today. You can command blessing today. You can command power today. You cannot be a powerless Christian. You can be a powerful Christian. Come on somebody. Oh, rabbalabalas, Are you looking for something deep today? This is the deepest of the message because there is no other message that can go deep and penetrate and change your life other than the power of the cross of calvary it can go the deepest of places hallelujah where the psychiatrist can't go hallelujah praise the lord where the doctors can't reach hallelujah it can reach your entrails it can reach your brain it can reach any part of the body if you allow him he can heal you he can set you free he can deliver you he can cast every part of the enemy out of your life if you would hallelujah believe him that jesus christ is the answer the only answer to my life hallelujah say amen and put your hands together and give a clap offering to jesus to god be the glory hallelujah we overcome every demonic powers by hallelujah glory to God there is a triumph and victory. there is a triumphant shout. there is a triumphant shout over what the enemy has done. Hallelujah against you today the blood is against it the blood is against it What makes? the Lord's work, a great work in your life is Jesus He makes sure that the work He started in your life will not end up worthless Uh, come on in John 18 when you read the entire chapter there's Jesus meeting in the Garden of Gethsemane. Before Jesus was arrested, He was in the Garden of Gethsemane with three of His disciples, James, Peter, John. Everybody say James. Peter, John. Peter in the Bible is called the Apostle of Hope. Because when you read the First Peter and Second Peter, He's speaking about the hope, the undefiled, the unfaded hope. In the gospel of Jesus Christ. In being born again. Hallelujah. He's called the apostle of hope. Hope means expectation of something good. How many of you are expecting something good? Peter is the apostle of hope. Some of you came here hopelessness. I was fighting against your hopelessness last night. I was seeing many people who has lost their hope. Pratyasa illata jeevadangale. Kartha wo pratyasa orna daaku. Paulosu na pastolen, pastolen, Hallelujah. Pratyasa da Hallelujah. How many of you want hope this meaning? Expectation of something good happening in your life. Hallelujah, there is something good about to come. Come on somebody. About to come into my family, into my life, into our church, into our finances, into every area of our lives. Something good is about to happen. Expectation of something good. A hopeless Christian is a dry Christian. A hopeless Christian, God can't do anything. You have to have hope. Hallelujah. Hope. Something good. It's about to happen. John is the apostle of love. Everybody say apostle of love. Without love, there is no Jesus. Without Jesus, there is no love. You cannot have both at the same time. I mean, you cannot have one. You have to have both. Hallelujah. You cannot say, oh, we worship Jesus. Hallelujah. But... I don't love the person sitting next to me. You cannot say, I genuinely love somebody and say, but I never know Jesus. Come on, somebody. If you want to put God so love the world, you can put it love so love the world. Because Jesus is love. God is love. Bible says, if you know Jesus, you know love. Anybody who says that I love my brother and does not know Jesus does not know. How can you love a God that you don't see when you can't love a person you see? The Bible says, come on somebody. We need to have love. Oh, He's called the Apostle of Love. Today the problem is, you know, there are people. The devil has attacked with lovelessness, that sometimes they become so bitter inside that they even will think. You know, how many of you know that we have goodwill and bad will. Some people are thinking, oh, this person who has challenged me should die. Even inent na, die. Where is it coming from? Even if it is where is it coming from? Bible says you shall know them by their fruit not judge them by their fruit. Oh, come on. As a matter of fact sometimes when you pray you will even see husbands and wives who are praying that each other will die for what? so that I can marry another one my God why? because love is absent the devil is in control I am telling you this morning let that kind of hate bitterness leave your soul leave your body leave your emotions And may the love of Jesus fill your heart this morning. Come on. Come on, somebody. May the bitterness be broken this morning. May God take control over your emotions, your feelings, your heart, your decisions. Hallelujah. The love that beyond your knowledge, the love that beyond. Hallelujah. Your bitterness, that love that can set you free. He's the apostle of love. And James is there. He's called the person who has the camel's knees. He's the one who prays on his knees. He's a man of prayer. Jesus took these three into the garden of Gethsemane. Before the most important time of his life, he took these three. When you look into the Bible, these were the three who were taken into Jairus' house when he resurrected Jairus' daughter. These were the three that was always with Jesus, who was transfigured in the mountain where Jesus in its glory revealed himself. What does we learn from this? It means that if we have hope, love and prayer, something can happen. Come on somebody this morning. What does this teach? If we have faith, hope, and prayer, something good can happen in our lives. If we can have hope, love, and prayer, and faith, something good can happen in our lives. Come on, somebody, this morning. Hallelujah. Get these three in, in our lives. Come on. Hallelujah. If something has to happen, we need to have faith in Jesus. We need to have faith in His love. We need to, hallelujah, praise the Lord, believe. Hallelujah. We need to, hallelujah, expect great things and we need to believe in God's love. Hallelujah. Amen. There should be love for the Lord, love for each other, love for yourself. Along with this, if you pray, something will happen. How can you pray without any of these things and expect things to happen? You know what's the problem with today's people? They've said they prayed, but they don't have faith, hope, prayer, love. Oh, come on. Come on. And who is the answer? Jesus. Hallelujah. If you have hope, love, and prayer, there is an anointing that will come upon you. Heaven is sending deliverance that you have never thought that you will get it. Hallelujah. Not for everyone, but those who have hope, who love, and who have prayer. Respond to God's word this morning. Respond to hallelujah, the real word of God this morning. Hallelujah. That is where God will send His grace, send His love. Come on, somebody this morning. Are you here this morning? Hallelujah. Victory by the blood of Jesus. Sometimes people say, Jesus' time, only miracles were there. Miracles' time is over. Jesus said, I am the same yesterday, today, and forever. When he did it yesterday, he will do it today. He has not changed. If so, if you have hope, love, and prayer. Miracles can happen right now in your life. Hallelujah. Praise God. Come on, somebody. Open your heart and start praying in hope, praying in faith. Hallelujah. Praying in love. Come on. Come on. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Jesus went to the garden of Gethsemane to pray, the Bible says. The greatest example of prayer is not Paul, it's not Elijah, it's not David. The greatest example of prayer is Jesus himself. The Holy Spirit in these days are looking for people who are praying, not for people who are preaching. Come on somebody. Hallelujah. He is looking for people who are praying, not a good message. He is looking for people who are going to pray. In the next one a couple of weeks, we'll have three days of holy prayer. Anybody can come, but we are going to pray. We are going to learn about prayer. We are going to see how to pray through. Ah, Rabadi, Askaradara. Hallelujah. Devil is not afraid of people who preaches, but devil is afraid of people who praise. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. Prathikindavarayana, pedi. hallelujah. Ruvariya, daladara, the daladara, Victory by the blood of Jesus. Look at somebody and say, you should pray. No. Hallelujah. Jesus' disciples asked only Jesus one thing. Lord, teach us to pray. Because they would see Jesus coming, casting out devils, healing the sick, raising up the dead, doing magnificent miracles and jesus said what is the secret behind it they understood it's not money contacts it is not hallelujah power i mean there is it is it is anointing Behind the prayer life Jesus had, Hallelujah! Come on, somebody, there is an anointing behind your prayer life. Glory, Hallelujah! stutter my Amen. Glory, glory. May there be an anointing to pray this morning, a heart to pray this morning. May the spirit of prayer be stirred up in the inside of you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Come on, somebody, praying in the morning, praying in the noon time, praying in the afternoon. Prayer is the secret to the supernatural. Let's look at how Jesus prayed. Number one, Jesus prayed through the night. Sometimes on a Saturday night. Hallelujah. More than fighting with the devil, it's mostly fighting with the sleep. Because sometimes you have to pray through the night. Hallelujah. You know how our prayers, we usually pray long prayers, either for to get a visa or to get a house construction done. Or for our child's marriage to happen or for a business breakthrough. Or for a success in interviews. Or sometimes very long prayer to make sure that the other person's blessing should come to me also. Don't insult me, Lord. (laughs) But Jesus did not pray for any of these things. He prayed to have a communion with God. Come on. I am not against praying for all these things. There is a place for that. But our primary reason that we spend time with God is to have a relationship with Him, is to have a communion with Him, because we love our Father, because we know He loves us too. Hallelujah! Isn't it amazing? We will lose the boredom to pray. Come on. Prayer is spending time with the Father. Jesus' Father is your Father, the Bible says. Hallelujah. If you sit, pray like that, you can pray all night. 21 days, 40 days will not be an issue. Praise the Lord. For us, the moment we say, can you pray one hour for one week, everybody's face will change. Can you pray for 15 minutes more than yesterday, every face will change. Because it is a struggle for us. But when you have a loving God, what a manner of God. Hallelujah. What a manner of love behold. A father has given to us. We should be called the children of God. Have you seen my Eliza? She wants to spend time with me. She's like a child. She wants the father. She, she's not looking for a to bring a toy every time. Papa. Hallelujah. But there are some children also. When you see the father. Did you buy me a toy? <laughs> Unfortunately the church has become toys Christians if you don't see the toy we get upset come on somebody this morning even if you don't get your toy how many will say I love my daddy come on my daddy is daddy hallelujah come on somebody oh may your mind change this morning victory by the blood of Jesus hallelujah amen Pray because you love Father through Jesus. Bible says watch and pray. Watch and pray. When you pray like that, your situations will change. Come on. He prays through you. Oh, come on. Come on. You know when situations change? When He prays through you. Come on. Hallelujah. When you sit in the presence of God like this, Holy Spirit will pray through you. You will make prayers that brings the answers. You will make prayers that brings the supernatural. You will bring prayers that bring the miracles. Come on. Say, Lord, change the way I pray. Oh, come on, somebody. I am telling you how to pray to get your answers. Come on now. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Because when you pray, the depth of your revelation will change. The way you look at God will change. Your authority will change. Your realm will change. Hallelujah. The New Testament in the Acts of the Apostles, there were two churches. One was the church in Jerusalem, the early church. The other was the church in Antioch. The church in Jerusalem, it is a good church, you know. It's a good church to be a member. The uniqueness of this church was, they sold everything and put it at the disciples' feet. They were a givers. They had a heart of surrender. They, I mean, They left everything they had and put it at the disciples' feet for God's glory and gospel. Then there was the church of Antioch. The uniqueness of this church of Antioch was that they prayed and fasted, Acts 13.1. It was a praying church. It is good to give to God. I believe that the greatest breakthrough sometimes happens when you give in faith. But more important than that is to be like a church of Antioch. This day and this time, it is important to be a church that we pray. Praise the Lord the seasons and the time that we are in God has to raise up prayer warriors like you. God has to give us that burden to pray. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We do not need to be lacking prayer. It doesn't matter we lack in funds but hallelujah as long as we don't lack in prayer come on. Somebody. Hallelujah. The time will come. God will come down. Come on. Come on. Come on somebody. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Say, Lord, make us a praying church. When you start praying, the gifts of the Holy Spirit shall move from your life. Gifts of faith, gifts of healing. You will have the faith to pray for somebody. Hallelujah. When you pray, you will not lack God's grace in your life. God's grace will be the one that will be in the driver's seat. Not your strength. His strength through you. How many of you want to pray? When you pray, His hands will lead you. When you pray, you will see God in unexpected place. Come on. Come on. This week, some of you are going to see the Lord in unexpected place. victory by the blood of Jesus. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. When you pray, you see the Lord in unexpected places in your life. You see the Lord, hallelujah, in places that you never thought that you will see the answer. Oh, the Lord is telling you against all hope in hope, Abraham. He gave glory to God. He believed the Lord to see in unexpected places. He started giving glory. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know why he started believing in God in unexpected places because first time he prayed, Sarah looked like a 90-year-old woman. Sarah, (laughs) Abraham. He prayed. Next time called, Sarah, darling. Abraham gave glory to God. He understood Sarah was behind to. Hallelujah. Instead of aging, she started losing her age. She started hallelujah, praising God, becoming more and more younger. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Next time called Sarah. He said, Ebu, Ebu. When did the angel say that we will see the Isaac? Eight-year-old woman started believing. Isaac is coming. Oh, come on. And Abraham gave ah oh yeah. Started again giving glory. Oh, against oh, come on, somebody. Are you getting this? Are you getting this? Against all hope, in hope, Abraham believed and he gave glory to God. Every time. let me make it simplify. Let it simplify for you. In other words. He was not looking for sickness. He was looking for his healing. Every day, get up and start looking. Not on your sickness. Look for the healing. Look for the deliverance. Look for the supernatural. Yeah, yeah. Don't look how much your lump has become big. Look. How much your lump has become smaller. Ah! Give glory. Come on, somebody. Start giving glory. And start giving glory. And start giving glory. Ah, This is the way to pray. This is the way to pray. And you see God in unexpected places. In unexpected times. In unexpected days. For the glory of God. We need to be a church that prioritizes prayer. It's a relationship with Father and when you sit like this, you don't look for your problems, you look for your breakthrough. Oh, Are you here? Are you here? Are you getting this? Rampakara Sometimes so many mobile messages. My, this is what has happened. That is what has happened. Very seldom do I get a message saying, "I'm, I'm seeing the breakthrough coming, Pastor." True to the word that you said, I've seen the little bit. I know. I give Him glory. I know He who started it. He will bring it to completion. Come on! Come on! Come on! Come hey, on! Hey, 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 hey. Hallelujah. Number two, Jesus praised and prayed. He praised and prayed. We praise God when we have passed our exams. When we get a new car, we praise God. When we get our visa, we praise God. When our child gets married, we praise God. We praise God and things thank god when something has happened for us but jesus prayed at the tomb of lazarus before he was raised up ah oh, come on somebody how many of you are here that will praise him in advance for your breakthrough hallelujah come on let me have a praise break an advance praise break for your miracle that is on the way give me a shout of praise Miracle! We're already looking at all possible things that God's done. We're not just a study chart. We're a boat that's miracle that is on the way. Stop praising Him. Hallelujah! Glory to God! Glory to God! He came to that tomb. Lazarus was dead for four days, smelling, stinging. Come on. And he said, I thank you, Lord, that you will always hear me. If you are a believer and if this Jesus is inside of you, this faith is inside of you. Come on. You can say, I thank you, Lord. Before you see the breakthrough, I thank you, Lord. Before you see the barren womb and baby leaping out of you, say, thank you, Lord. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Thank, you, Lord. thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Glory to God. Jesus are always looking for somebody who will thank. Hallelujah. There were five lepers. All ten got healed. Jesus said, told them, the Lord heals you. Go and show the priest. And the Bible says, one as he went and saw that he was healed, came back to thank the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. The nine went back with their religion. But the one came back and Jesus said, Is he not a Samaritan? Where are the nine? Sometimes Jesus looks at us and says, Are we a part of nine or are we a part of One. Thanksgiving will change your life forever nanne varju thodangumo ninde jeevida maarum praise the lord I pray that you will have a heart of gratitude, an attitude of gratitude, a heart of thanksgiving. Start your day with thanksgiving, enter his gates with thanksgiving and courts with praise. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Abraham gave glory to God. He brought the glory down by thank- oh. He brought the glory down by thanking him. Hallelujah. problem with us is when we don't see the things working for us we complain and grumble and that's where we need to change and we need to start praising the lord hallelujah glory to god when things doesn't change that things doesn't happen the way we think the natural way is to grumble it's to complain but that's the time is that i will pray I will sing, even in the darkest night. Mm -hmm. I will sing, I will pray, Mm -hmm. because your word is true. I will sing, I will pray. Even in the darkest night, because your word is true, and I will say, I will say, I will say, leave my hands to honor you. That's right. Because your word is true, I will say, Amen. I is getting older. May you be young. Amen Amen (laughs) Praise God Hallelujah Are you here church? We complain for everything We complain for everything especially as you know me coming from a Malayali background you know we Malayalis likes to complain everything even if we don't have anything to complain we will complain about the current that is there in the neighbor's house and still we have not gotten the current how can they get it? we are sometimes upset about what other people have and we don't have that's a problem Are you with me, church? Look to Jesus and not look at somebody else's fuse. Ask somebody, (laughs) tell somebody, don't look at somebody else's fuse. (laughs) Praise God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. We are always looking for somebody. That's why a lot of complaining, a lot of murmuring. His husband is like that. Her wife is like that. Come on. Look at your husband. And look at your wife and look at your children. Look at your church and look at your pastor. Look at the graces that God has given you. Look at the blessing God has given you. Look at the parish God has given you. Look at the city God has put you in. Oh, look at the in-laws God has given you. Look at everything God has given you. Oh, yeah, yeah. When you really look at it, you'll thank the Lord. Praise the Lord. Are you here, church? The third kind of prayer Jesus prayed is in the Garden of Gethsemane. How did he pray? Hebrews chapter 5 and the seventh verse. Hebrews chapter 5 and the seventh verse. Who in the days of his flesh, when he had offered up prayers and supplications with song, crying, and tears unto him that was able to save him from death and was heard him. In that he feared. Jesus prayed with the strong cries and tears. Amen. Are you with me, church? How did he pray? Loudly crying. Not crying and complain, but crying knowing that he can bring my answer come on somebody. When you cry, it is not out of frustration and desperation and unsatisfied. It is out of knowing that He can save me from death. He can save me from this issue. He can hear my prayers. He can send an angel over my issue. Come on somebody this morning. Hallelujah. He can turn the water into wine. He can calm the storm. He can still the waves. He can resurrect the dead. He can heal my body. He can heal my relationship. He is alive. He is our all. He is for me. Come on. Come on. That's why we pray. With strong cries and tears in the garden of testimony. He set an example for us. There are issues that only you know what you're going through. How many of you are here tonight? How many of you? I know you don't want to lift your hands, but I know there are issues that you're facing that not a second person can understand. But Jesus was alone in Gethsemane and he prayed to the God the Father and He was saved because of his reverent submission to Him. Let me tell you, He can save the Lordly Prayer this morning in the name of the Lord. He can save your lordly prayers, he can hear your lonely cries. Oh, yeah, yeah. The only one who can touch with that loneliness is Him. Somebody watching be my net. You're feeling so lonely at the place that you're sitting. And the Lord is saying, cry unto me. Call unto me. You are an unbeliever. Call unto me, the Lord says. Hallelujah. He set an example for us. Are you with me church? If you can cry and pray in tears before the Lord this is the year that He will send answer to your tears. Thank you Jesus. If you go home and pray God will send answer to your tears Amen He will never leave you nor forsake you It's a year if you would pray in tears Pastor Rajesh visited Jerusalem the previous year and he was saying when he went to the Garden of Gethsemane, some of you might have gone, he saw the olive trees that were 2,000 years old still being there and he remembered this tree was there when Jesus cried. Come on. Hallelujah. The Kidron Valley beneath it and the Mount of Olives and the same trees. But I went there and knelt down and prayed. Hallelujah. Jesus came up thrice to Peter, James, and John. There was sleep, but he continued praying to the point the Bible says he began to sweat blood. Have you prayed so intensely? Have you prayed so intensely? Any situation that you're crying about has an answer from heaven. Daniel prayed three times as usual and opened the windows towards Jerusalem. Hallelujah. When people were against him, things were written against him, he prayed as was his custom. How many of you are here? Prayer is a custom. Come on. If you go to North India, people will come and touch your leg. That's a custom. Hallelujah. If you come to my part of the town, we are huggers. We hug for everything. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Or if we come into the we have Doti and Munda and we, we put. Put it down. It's a custom. It's out of respect. When old people come, or old people come, we stand up. Praise the Lord. Amen. It's a custom. Bible says, Daniel prayed as was his custom. Some of our customs have to change. And hallelujah, praise the Lord. There are good customs, but there are certain customs that in Bible... Hallelujah, praise the Lord reverential fear, praying honor, have anoint have a, have a honor for God's word These are our customs of the Bible come on are you with me church? when we see men of God we stand up, we honor them they're anointing it's all customs in the Bible we don't lie it's a custom, the Bible. Hallelujah. Are you with me, church? The Lord is saying, if you would pray. Apostle prayed sometimes, pray three times and take this thorn out of my flesh, take this. Many Bible scholars believe it was something that he could not handle it. Apostle Paul, the man who raised people from the dead, was caught up into the third heaven. He could not handle a thorn. He was humanly finding it possible. He prayed. Impossible to handle it. He prayed three times. And the Lord did not take the thorn away. The answer did not come in the way that he wanted it. But the Lord said, my grace is sufficient for you. For my strength is made perfect in your weakness. Come on somebody this morning. There might be prayers that still not answered. But God's grace is available. God's grace is sufficient. His favor is enough for you. Come on somebody. Lift your hands that this grace is sufficient for me. In my weakness, his strength is made perfect. Hallelujah. It might not be the way you expect. But when He gives you the deliverance, nobody can take it from your life. Hallelujah. Number four kind of prayer. I'll go fast. Hallelujah. Number four says, Not my will, but yours be done. The prayer that Jesus prayed was not my will, but yours be done. Some believers keep praying over what they want. If you keep praying like that, it will be like what happened to Hezekiah. Hezekiah prayed for 15 years to years to be added. God added his years. But after that, Manasseh came out of him, the most evil king. Because Hezekiah did not ask the Lord the reason why God added. He did not ask, sought the will after God. So, after him, an evil king came after him to lead Israelites. He could not seek God for himself or those people. I want to tell you something. If you would say, Lord, your will be done after every prayer. Praise God. Hallelujah. After every prayer there is nothing wrong in telling what you like there is nothing nothing wrong in telling the girl that you like i want a girl with phd to get married to praise the lord hallelujah i want a bcom graduate amen everything it's nothing wrong let it be done i pray but after that say lord let your perfect will be done come on somebody hallelujah amen at least if you pray for a phd you will get a bcom i'm just joking hallelujah Many people's marriages are hindered because they're unable to surrender God's will. By the time you find Salman Khan and Aishriya Rai, you will turn 40 and some of you will hit 50. You have to ask the Lord for the will of God. The first time in my life, all the youngsters have turned their face away from me. (laughs) Hallelujah. Are you with me, church? I'm telling you a story just for you to make you understand. Importance to seek the will of God. Sometime back there was a prayer meeting and somebody brought a girl to him in, you know, to a pastor for prayer. Whose marriage wasn't happening and there was a prophet along with the pastor. And the prophet began to prophesy. And the prophet did not even know about this girl or nothing to, even did not know that this girl was struggling in his marriage. But God showed him and he said, Just like the Lord sent a black raven to Elijah to give him bread at Brook Brookchiriath. God had sent a person to you. But because he was dark in color, you refused him. And that's why your marriage got delayed and it never happened. But then he went on to say if you would repent, God will open another door for you. Praise the Lord. It's always good to say your will be done. You want immediate answers? Your will be done. All those who are married, your chance of making that prayer in the context of marriage is gone. Now you can say your will be done in both. (laughs) Praise the Lord. Come on somebody. Hallelujah. Glory to God. (laughs) Don't try to change each other. Say, Lord, change us. Change us. Hallelujah. Are you with me, church? Sometimes we are looking at salary. How fair, how tall. Nothing wrong in asking. It's always good to have somebody tall and nice. I mean, But then after that, ask the Lord. At the end, your will be done, Lord. You know what is best for me. You know what is the best for me, my future. You know what, hallelujah. Everyone, hallelujah. Let me tell you, Jesus Christ is holding the very life. He knows what is right for you. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. But if you are stuck in holding a prayer sheet, your life will get stuck. You release it in the hands of God. Knowing Him. Knowing Him. The best will always come. But you have to surrender it. You have to let it go. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Are you with me, church? There is another level of prayer. If you constantly is a prayer who surrendered like this you will be given a spirit of discernment to know what is right for you and you can exactly pinpoint it immediate answers will come i pray today the spirit of discernment hallelujah through the word of god will come upon you hallelujah to exactly know Oh, hallelujah. Which job to apply? Hallelujah. Come on, somebody. Which office to take? Hallelujah. Which business not to venture out? Which friends not to go out with? You will exactly know. Hallelujah. That kind of a spirit is also come it's there. Hallelujah. I'll be explaining it in the days to come. Hallelujah. Are you with me? Number five, the Bible says when he prayed, the angel strengthened Jesus. There is a prayer that the angels of God will strengthen you. In the Old Testament, Elijah was lying down faint and weak. The Bible says angel gave him bread and strengthened him. The Bible says here no bread was given. But how did the angel strengthen Jesus here? When you look at Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 2 you will be able to see it. How did the angels strengthen Jesus? Looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him, endured the cross, despising the shame, and is sat down on the right hand of the throne of God. Who was endured the cross? Angels strengthened Jesus by showing him the glory that was about to going to come into his future. When You pray before God. God will show you the power, the glory that is going to come beyond your suffering. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. He will show you breakthroughs that is beyond your persecution. Beyond what is happening in your life. Hallelujah. When Jesus bent his knees in the garden of Gethsemane, on one side, he is saying the people spitting at him. And he's saying, not my will, your will be done. Then the angel showed him the same face that is brightening before the glory of God. When Jesus prayed, he was sweating drops of blood. He might have visualized people tearing his clothes apart, being made to be naked into public shame. But on the other side, he saw when he said, my will, Not my will, yours be done. He saw, hallelujah, God raising him from the dead. Hallelujah, the spirit of God coming down the clouds and raising him from the dead. Angels showing him how he's going to be taken into glory. Hallelujah, with brightening clothes. On one side, when he was being pierced seven times and when he was taken, his beard was plucked off and when his back looked like there was no flesh and when his face was unrecognizable, And he said, oh my God, will I be able to go through it? Oh, if it is possible, Father, take this cup away from me. But on the other side, he saw you and me sitting here, saved through the power of his gospel, saved through his power of his blood. Oh, Christians and non-Christians together, worshipping the living God. He said, not by will, yours be done. Come on, somebody. When he prayed, he might have seen himself bearing a wooden cross and falling again and again. The Son of God, who became a Son of Man. Can you imagine God falling down? Something is never experienced. On the other side, when he said, uh, Not my will, but yours be done, he saw him coming back in great glory. This time not as the Lamb of God but as the Lion of Judah coming in the white horse conquering nations and kingdoms and making his capital is Jerusalem, Israel and coming on the Mount of Olives, and making his kingdom that will never end. Come on somebody. Hallelujah. On the other side of your suffering there is glory. There is power. Oh, Rabbi, That's why you have to pray not my will. Yours be done. In the midst of your problem, if you can surrender to God's will, the angel will strengthen you. Heaven will show you the blessings that are yet to come. May your eyes be open. May the controlling spirit over your intellect be broken. May your mind be set free. And may your heart and mind be open. once moment into your future. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Rampa shantha bote. We are only looking at the immediate. We are only seeing the immediate. Hallelujah. Pastor, but this girl gave me that rose. Rose. If you really open your eyes, she has given that roses to many boys. Say, gods will be done. (laughs) That was a prophetic word over somebody. Praise. (laughs) Hallelujah are you with me church hallelujah when you surrender God's will he will show you the future that is awaiting for your life hallelujah sometimes we see everything short sighted but the Lord sees what is ahead of you say his plans are the best look at somebody and say his plans are the best amen don't believe that, isn't it? we have we have so so made our plans. Bangalore people are so, so good in making plans. We don't believe it, isn't it? Praise God. We come back to the scripture that we have read and four things from that, and we close our eyes in prayer. I'm not going to expand it, just say it out. In John eighteen, where we read, one of the disciples, along with the Roman soldiers, came to the Lord and betrayed him and kissed him on his cheeks and they took him and arrested him and he was beaten dishonored, questioned in many courts. he was spat he walked in the streets bearing the cross Bible does not say how many times he fell on the way but Bible says Jesus fell many times and one of the Roman soldiers told Simon the Syrian to help him carry the cross Jesus never asked for help he doesn't need our help we worship a God who can do miracles single handedly how many of you believe that? Oh, you don't believe that? You said, "Oh, my, 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 Somebody did not come to help me." God does not need your somebody. Come on, God does not need your somebody. He can. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, come on. This morning, God does not need that somebody. He can single-handedly help you. Hallelujah! And in chapter 19, we see Jesus hung on the cross between two thieves. The Jews asked, "Requested." besought Pilate to break the legs of Jesus that's what we read they've asked first thing, four things concerning Jesus and the cross, the Jews had asked for four things, number one they asked for Barabbas instead of Jesus can you imagine they said give us Barabbas and crucify Jesus, you should go home and read chapter 18 and chapter 19 of John, will you do that your life will change People asked for Barabbas because Pilate had to rule over them and because he needed the support of the Jews. Pilate, knowing that he was making the wrong decision to please people, he hung Jesus on the cross, gave capital punishment to Jesus and sent a rapist criminal instead of Jesus free. Can you imagine what our people will do to please people? Amen. Manishanai prasadi pika, Barabbas never told and the Bible or the history goes on to say, he died as a madman, Barabbas. Hallelujah. Number two, they wanted to remove the writing, King of the Jews, Jesus of Nazareth, that was written above the cross. Pilate wrote, Jesus of Nazareth, King of the Jews. Usually, on a capital punishment, what they will write is all the faults that the person has done. You know why? Pilate did not listen to them and wipe it or rewrite it because he knew the one who was on the cross did not have one fault. He could not write anything back because Jesus did not have one fault, one hallelujah, black mark, nothing, hallelujah. He was man who was without flaws, without mistakes, no sin. Pilate very well knowing that he said, Jesus, King of the Jews, the Lord that you are partaking of today is a Lord who has not done something wrong. If he was crucified on the cross, it was for you and for me. It was carrying our sin. Hallelujah. Behold, the sin of the world was upon him. Hallelujah. He carried it so that you and I shall be the righteousness of God. Hallelujah. That we shall be proved not guilty. Even this morning, when the devil looks at you, he looks at and sees not guilty. Come on. Not guilty. Hallelujah. Redeemed and set free by the blood of Jesus Christ. Those who believe it. Hallelujah. Oh, are you here, church? in response to their request to remove it pyral refused he said what is written is written the holy spirit is saying no matter who or what tries to change what god has written about you they will not succeed come on somebody this uh, no matter come on somebody whatever the devil people has written against you no matter what it is god says that will not succeed what i wrote if he has written to you be an apostle you will be an apostle if the Lord has written you shall be healed you will be healed this morning come out somebody this morning have authority say I am healed Say so command my healing because he said i'm healed by the stripes of jesus if he has written it who can destroy you pull it down and i want to know you god has written only good things about you i want you to look at somebody on the eye God has written only good things about you. Ah, thank you, Jesus. Amen. Wow, 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 wow. Colossians 2, 14 and 15 says, bloating out the handwriting of ordinances that was against us. Which was contrary to us and took it out of the way, nailing it on the cross and having spoiled the principalities and powers, made a show of them openly, triumphing over them on it. Whatever that was written against them, he erased it, he defeated it. Come on, on the cross of Calvary, he erased it, he defeated it, and made a public spectacle of everybody who came against you. He triumphed over them. Hallelujah. Everything that was contrary, he erased it out of the way. He made the devil a public spectacle Everything that the devil Has written against you Was wiped out on the cross Let me tell you prophetically Every sin, every suicide note every destruction that is written against you and your family every kind of poison that is about to come against your family against your church against our lives oh father I want to in the name of Jesus I appropriate this word over their lives I once again enforce it let it be erased now oh yeah yeah some of you are holding on to the decision of the enemy. Let it go. Because the devil has been already defeated. This morning at the cross of Jesus, remember one thing. Whatever is against, written against you, magicians, witches by the devil, by your neighbors, by the people who are envious about you, by the doctors and by, by whoever, the Lord has erased it. And when you believe it, it will not work for you, against you. Come on. I was praying for a few people. And I said, Lord, why are my prayers not answered? The Lord said, they continually say things that are contrary to what I told about them. I said, let them be blessed. They said, we are cursed. I said, your family be blessed. They said, we are cursed family. I said, their children be blessed, but they are cursing their children. I said, their ministry is blessed, but they say, I don't have a ministry. And they are continually saying it. And you are putting the Lord in trouble. Because life and death are on the power of your tongue. Today, you can decide and say, the Lord erased it out of me. And he said good things out of me and I refuse to say bad things about me my family my children my generation anyone I refuse to say it hallelujah it is not aligning to the Word of God come on somebody this morning may everything what the devil has spoken be cancelled over you if you believe it put your heads together let us agree together this morning everything every experience everything demonically written against you. I erase it through the power of His holy blood. I enforce it now. Let the blood speak. Open your mouth and say, I receive it. I receive it. What the Lord says will stand. What is the Lord said over me will stand. Hallelujah. Your sins, your mistakes, your wrongdoings, your shortcomings, is erased at the moment when you say, I'm sorry, Lord. His blood has clenched me. His blood has clenched me. Sorry. Hallelujah. Are you with me, church? Number three, the Jews asked for his bones of his knees to be broken. There are a lot mentioned about in the bones, in the Bible. Joseph asked his people to carry his bones to the promised land because he believed that what God said is true even my bones he said will testify of it God said he will take us to a land flowing with milk and honey I believe it with all my heart with all my soul with all my strength even my bones deep within I know he will make me experience what he said he will do it how many of you believe that even your bones, she should say. My bones will walk into the promises of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Glory to God. Are you with me, church? The Bible says in 2 Kings 13:21, as they came to pass... They were burying a man that behold spied a band of men and they cast the man into the sepulchre of Elisha. And when the man was let down and touched the bones of Elisha, he revived and stood up on his feet. The dead person was thrown into where prophet Elisha was buried. When his dead body touched the bones of Elisha, he received life. Two things you understand from that. Elisha had a double portion of anointing, yet he wasn't given a grave. Isn't it amazing? A popular burial place, not even a proper slab. (laughs) In other words, we might have prophets, preachers, anointed, all that, but in the end he ended up being dishonored. We should never do that. In the church, in the New Testament, should honor and should I respect the men of God more. Amen. Not like how they treated the prophets, the Old Testament. Look at somebody and say, Honor the men of God more. Number two, the people who threw that dead man must have said, It's over for him. This is the end of that man. But the Bible says, Wherever people buried and saying that you are finished was the place that god raised him up to run again i'm for telling you somebody god devil said you are finished but god said you're about to start devil said you are finished but god said you're about to start Your marriage is finished, God said about to start come on somebody, hallelujah, your life is over God said you're about to start. your job is finished God said you're about to start. somebody here catch it hallelujah, your physical doctor said you're finished but God said you're about to run come on hallelujah come on somebody come on, oh your somebody said your ministry is over, God said you're about to run hallelujah, glory of God, your family said you are through, you are finished but God said hallelujah, you belong to the family of God and I'm saying Hallelujah. It's not over. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Receive it in the name of the Lord and say my life is not over. God is sending you new beginnings in the place where people thought it was finished. Hallelujah. Only people who receive it. Otherwise, maybe it's over. Hallelujah. Amen. I don't want to say it, but if you want change, you have to open your mouth, believe it in your heart. Every promise is believing in your heart, confessing with your mouth. Every promise, believing in your heart, confessing with your mouth. Otherwise, the lord be kind to you hallelujah the jews requested the bones and legs to be broken because the roman soldiers broke the leg of the first thief first they should have broken the second who is jesus they should have broken him and then gone on to the third but they missed the second and they went on to the third and broke jesus instead of that because when they came to break Jesus' feet, something was holding them back. Telling you, so many of you, the devil was near to you to break you. Something held Ah yeah, yeah 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 Something held them back. Hallelujah. Something held them back. Something held them back. Ninde adittu varendu ninne naradha shivikivarn. Pishaash ninne odikivarn mandai rendu. Devat ninde shakti. Ah yeah yeah. Ninne matikalajamvordanastotaram. Pishaashinhe matikalajamvordan. Are you with me, Church? Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. The Holy Spirit is the one who protects you. His anointing. You know why the devil wanted to break the legs of Jesus? Because in Psalm 34, 20, it was prophetically prophesied that none of his bones shall be broken. So if Jesus' bones, if they managed to break the bones of Jesus, that means he was not the true Messiah. The prophecies would fail. How many of you know when God spoken something? (laughs) Every letter of it shall be protected. Every letter of it shall come to pass. Not Messiah's one. Hallelujah. Bones were broken. Number two. Even in the last moment to speed up his death. To put him to shame. They wanted to break him, to speed him to death. But the Father in heaven did not permit it. There is not one word or prophecy will leave your life. Yeah, God is telling, your breath will be in your body till every word that is spoken over your life. No speed death can attack you. I cancel that premature death over your life. In the name of Jesus. No accidents, no theft, no sin, no darkness. Can uh, can take your life before your time. Come on somebody. I cancel every death. I cancel every good death. In the name of Jesus. di sambaradara, jaradara, you will not die even one minute before the time if God has purpose for you. I pray that this church will remain alive. Hallelujah. On the day of the visitation of God, we will not die, but we shall be alive and remain to see the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ in great glory. Hallelujah. None of your bones shall be broken. God bless you. Can you close your eyes in prayer? Can you close your eyes in prayer?